Welcome to the Building Wealth Through Commercial Real Estate Podcast, where we will discuss with industry experts on how to create wealth and build passive income from apartment buildings, self-storage, mobile home parks, and much more. Here is your host, Jonathan Way. Welcome to the Building Wealth Through Commercial Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Way, and I'm the founder of Grayson Capital Group, my investment firm. If you're interested in passively investing with us, please visit graystonecapgroup.com and join our investor network. Okay, and now on to the show. Cool, John. Welcome to the show. Hi there. Thanks for having me. Great, great. Today, uh, we have John, um, and he's, um, he's an investor, educator, and realtor. John has went through um, and experienced the loss of his parents to cancer age 16. And he realized that typical path of getting a job investing tax for account for a time was may, may not work for everyone because that's very typical. And that's what we refer to as the rat race, the, <laughs> you know, Robert Kiyosaki, right? And 2014, after having his aha moment or the light bulb went off, he set out to educate himself on building passive income streams. So multiple streams of income. There's several books that I read and that was great. Um, in 2016, he bought his first investment property, a fourplex, which I love fourplexes, um, by pulling out of his Roth IRA, in 2019, he left his safe and secure corporate income sales job <laughs> of 12 years while well, pursuing full-time, investing full-time. In 2020, he created wealthandfreedomnexus.com to share his journey with others and educate others to find a path to financial freedom. So, wow, that's pretty uh, an amazing story, uh, John. I really like that. I really love that story. I really like the, um, you know, how, how you've been touched by the loss of your parents. So let's, let's, let's talk about the, how you started in the beginning. Let's go through that journey. Sure. Uh, yeah, it was just kind of more self-taught on the investing side. Um, I still remember it was November of 2014. I was just sitting on my couch and just kind of had my aha moment that, you know, at that time I was 31 years old. And if I was to kind of relive my entire life to age 62, I still want to be at the arbitrary, you know, retirement age of 65. And then it kind of dawned on me like, well, what if I don't make it to age 65 too? My, both my parents passed away in their fifties, you know, they did everything, you know, save, uh, invest for retirement, work hard, um, you know, do all the right things. And they didn't even get to that. And, you know, for any of us, age 65 isn't guaranteed. So it, you know, light bulb just kind of went off. It's like, well, instead of saving for income and retirement, why not start, you know, getting income now and in retirement as well? Okay, great, great. So yeah, so it led you path to a new direction and where you, I guess you wanted to uh, leave your, your sales job, right? Yeah, okay. um, I wasn't quite at the you know point I was going to leave at that moment in time, but I was just at the point that, okay, something's got to change. Something's, you know, got to make some changes in my life. Uh, I was in sales at the time, so it wasn't uncommon to put 150, 200 miles on the road each day. So got introduced to this little thing called podcast. So instead of just, you know, listening to Rammstein or Metallica for the 37th hundredth time, I decided, you know, started researching podcasts on investing and real estate, um, spent on how many hours listening to that on the road. And yeah, come August, 2016, that's when I took the plunge and, uh, bought my first investment property at fourplex here in Minnesota. And since then I've expanded, uh, from Minnesota, but also to Arizona, um, Alabama, and Tennessee. Okay, great, great. So let's talk about how you first, I guess, found the deal 
And why a fourplex? Why not like something else, <laughs> like a like a like a motel or or a strip mall or even like a one single family house? Like why? What's the reason for that? Yeah, I kind of did things in reverse. Start with a fourplex, and then a duplex, and then single family homes. I <laughs> just okay. kind of the way it worked out. But my biggest thing, um, once I'd started researching, kind of had my little checklist. I wanted a you know newer property built, 1990s or newer, um, you know newer roof, newer siding, and the biggest thing, you know, hit the 1% rule for rent to value ratio. So if it's a hundred thousand dollar house, it should, you know, rent for a thousand dollars. So it'd be 1% rent to value ratio. And in this case, I mean, of course we're talking a $300,000 property, um, being a fourplex of four units, it hit that ratio. And obviously it was quite a bit of an undertaking. And I figured, well, I remember a quote from Robert Kiyosaki, don't say, I can't afford this, ask, how can I afford this? And started just kind of doing some brainstorming. And then uh, my research, I found you could take your contributions out of a Roth IRA, which I had started from age 19 and also had rolled over some uh, 401ks over the years. So with my inner Susie Ortman and Dave Ramsey screaming at me, don't do this, <laughs> I decided to take the uh, funds out of my Roth IRA. And that was the down payment for the fourplex. Oh, nice. Great. Great. So you found a way to manage. When I first yeah. bought my first condo, I took a loan for my 401k. Okay. And, yep. I, and, and then my mom helped me a little bit in the beginning. And that's my mom for help. And that's how I started my first real estate investing in residential. Cool. So yeah. And then I bought three condos uh, after several years and I've gotten to, I got into more commercial real estate in uh, several years ago into multifamily. So. Okay. Okay, great, great. So that's a great, uh, great. So you you bought your fourplex, and I guess how did you finance it? Do regular? Do you, how do you how do you find a lender? Yeah, I uh, actually worked with a uh, local lender. Just did a commercial property where um, you know at the time I didn't know that you actually could buy a fourplex with a standard uh, Freddie Fannie loan. I just figured, well, this is you know a commercial property, but Fannie Freddie you know, view residential is one to four units but worked with a local bank and, you know, with saving and investing for as long as I had, you know, had pretty, um, pretty substantial assets. And um, at the time didn't have kids either. So, okay. you know, showed our financial statement to the local banker and um, he decided to support us and, you know, gave us the loan for it. Yeah. So I think one of the best things, I think by now you should know that fourplex is residential and right. five is commercial. And the best beauty of that is there's no premium penalties. Correct. And you get 30 years amortization, no premium penalty, which is wonderful. <laughs> right. Right. And some FHA loan is a very low down payment. Um, Federal Housing Administration has very low down payment loans as well, too. Three mm-hmm. percent or something very low. Yeah, three and a half. The uh, caveat: you have to live in one of the units at least for a year. In this case, yeah. we already had a house, but yeah, it's uh, okay. that's been an effective yeah. uh, method for people to use. Yeah, so if you hit a bigger pocket, so live in one house hack and rent yep. three, and then you could be a landlord and watch and watch the property at the same time. <laughs> right. You know, yeah. Something like that. So I read all those stories in bigger pockets. So that's you know, and a burr method. So, so that's great. Um. Yeah. So you bought that, and was it? Finding tenants. How do you feel about managing a property? And was there any trouble tenants you had issues with? Uh, really, no issues. Um, and from day one, uh, you know, my wife and I both agreed. You know, if we were going to do this, we were going to uh, have a property manager. So I had a relationship with a local property management company. I knew the um, owner for a couple of years, 
and they had already managed uh, properties in our town. So approached them. They took a look at the property because that was one of our contingencies that uh, would be able to be professionally managed. And they said, yeah, this is a great property. We can definitely take over management of it. And they've, you know, done a great job, kept it, you know, keeping attended and being kind of the first place to call if there's any issues or mm-hmm. problems that need to be, need to be taken care of. And obviously I'm kind of hands off and it's, you know, truly passive income. Now, now John, what did you work full-time W2 jobs? No, you left your job. So you went full-time into real estate at this point in time. Uh, yeah, uh, not until 2019 when I did that. This was back in 2016. So I was still doing the full 40, 50, you know, plus hours a week with my W2 job and just started um, investing on the side, uh, both with real estate, but then, you know, started dabbling in, you know, income producing or dividend stocks, um, private REITs, uh, note syndications, uh, not around as much anymore, but Lending Club was a platform I used quite a bit for quite a few years. Um, also utilized that as kind of a, a paycheck for when I left my job. Okay. Okay. Good. Now you, um, I guess, I guess you and your wife decided early on, you want to properly manage because you were afraid that you worked in your W2 job. You're too busy and you don't want to deal with the headaches of day-to-day management. Is that correct? Yeah. And I kind of looked at it too. It's like, you know, if you, you know, if you lose money or you get, you know, you can always make money back, but you know, we all have a finite amount of time, um, available to us. Obviously we don't know when the end date of that is. Um, but if we can utilize other people, other resources, other, um, talents, if you will, of others, then it frees up time on our end where, you know, if you try to self-manage, you kind of hit a plateau of how much you can do on your own. If you are smart and can leverage uh, property managers and, um, other people's talents, you know, there really isn't a limit to what you can achieve. Okay. Okay. Great. Great. Okay. So then after you bought your four plaques, uh, what was your next uh, move? Um, at that point, it was just kind of, uh, you know, sitting back and, you know, I'm always, you know, looking for a good deal, but I'm never just going to buy an investment, uh, you know, for the sake of buying it. And I've never been one to chase appreciation, whether it's, you know, a hot market or, you know, a Boise, Idaho or Salt Lake City, Utah. For me, it always has to cash flow, um, you know, from day one. The second investment actually kind of fell uh, to us that a couple was looking to sell a duplex on Wilmer, Minnesota. It's about an hour and a half away from Marshall. And they had actually called the property management company we used for a tenant reference. And they happened to ask, hey, you know, do you buy properties at all? Like, well, no, but we know someone that might be interested. And the caretaker called me up later that day and um, connected us. And that was about three months later than in June, yeah, June of 2018 and closed on our uh, second rental property, a duplex. Okay, great. Now, are you close to your first property or far away? Uh, about uh, 80 miles away. So, but they're hand, they're able to be managed by the same property manager. So that helped a lot too. Okay, that's interesting because you normally that's far away. You usually manage don't go that far away, but you want to go far in that circle. Yeah, yeah, I, obviously I wasn't really scoping out that area, but um, hit the one percent uh, rule. Had a good strong tenant history. Um, got a little bit below market value, so all the check boxes were marked. Okay, and this is a two two unit duplex. Yep. Yeah, an up and down duplex. Okay, and how what year was that built? 
Uh, that was uh, built in the 1900s. Um, I don't remember the exact date right now, but you know, we still did an inspection report. You know, looked at all the bones of it, the roof, the siding, um, HVAC and electrical had all been updated, uh, new flooring, new paint, um, and the foundation was in you know good good condition as well. So we felt comfortable uh, purchasing an older property um, where it was at. Okay, okay and location. Really yeah. yeah. And location was nice too. It was, uh, about a block away from the local hospital. So we've actually had some medical professionals and, a, a nurse was actually attended for almost two years there. Oh, that's nice. That's good. That's good. Location, 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 right? Yep, exactly. Yeah. My only worry is the age, but as long as there's nothing breaks down or nothing, yep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cause the hunt is very old. I mean, it's the 1900s. Like, right. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, there's some, I don't want to say issues, but, you know, definitely you can tell the basement is you know older, but it's an unfinished basement. It's just for storage where if it, that's where one of the units or one of the tents was living, that's a whole different story. <laughs> okay. Okay. Great. Great. So you bought a duplex. So you have mm-hmm. fourplex, duplex, that's six units. And I guess you, the next one, you bought a single family house. Is that correct? You bought a home? Uh, close. It was actually a condo, um, kind of a multiple purpose, but my wife has family down in Tucson, Arizona, uh, we always, uh, visited there, you know, a couple times a year. And then we decided, well, you know, instead of paying for a hotel, every time we go to a visit, it'd be nice to have a place to stay. So we did a little, uh, searching and found an off-market condo, uh, no realtors involved. It was just, you know, owner to buyer, um, found a good deal on a, a vacation rental condo and been able to rent it out five, six months out of the year during the peak season. That pretty much covers all our uh, annual expenses. And then we have a free place to stay when we're down there as well. Now, is that an Airbnb or just you rent about privately yourself? A uh, little of both, but uh, we actually uh, just signed up with a new property manager and uh, they uh, marketed on VRBO and Airbnb. So again, kind of wanted to be as hands-off as I could. So Okay, yeah. So they help you market on Airbnb, yep. vacation rental season right. sort of people because normally in wintertime it's cold probably won't be there yeah <laughs> so. okay okay great great awesome i'm very glad so you took your so you're, you're a very tricky story because you go from the four flags and duplex and the condo so it's normally yeah it's kind of the reverse order yeah yeah and and some people i know who like me they go straight into like 100 units 200 units right and we'll, we'll mentors and all that you know partner get groups and so that so mm-hmm. like for me let's give you my background i did a condo and then two more condos three condos and then I sold two and I kept one because it was brand new. Okay. 2008. And I still have it. And then I went into, um, I hired a mentor and I went into a significant multifamily. Like, you know, one was like 40 units or 56 units. Okay. Another one was like, you know, 800 units. And then we got into uh, self-storage, you know, hundred, like almost 100 units, 94 units. So we're going all that. So, so now we're working on another deal in our self-storage. So I want to okay. expand that, expand that sort of um, commercial real estate realm. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So that's really exciting. I love real estate. I'm sure you love real estate. And I guess mm-hmm. what do you do full time? Do you just look for deals or you, what are you doing now? I do a little bit of a um, kind of a jack of all trades, I guess. I do, did get my realtor's license a year and a half ago. Uh, it was nice to have access to the MLS, but I've, um, you know, sell real estate on the side, uh, both for first time home buyers, but also investors that are wanting to look for a property and, also cater to investors that are looking to sell on their property where not a lot of agents are familiar with, you know, 1031 exchanges or seller carry back financing, uh, you know, some of the other uh, strategies 
that may not work if you're just a you know homeowner just want to sell your primary residence um but yeah currently you know still looking for additional deals hoping to pick up our uh, second property in uh memphis tennessee here hopefully by the end of the summer and also been expanding into agricultural parcels uh bought into a coffee farm in Panama a year and a half ago and looking at buying into a citrus farm in Paraguay by the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And what makes you go into buy a coffee farm? What's the, int- what, what would you be interested <laughs> in that? That's interesting. Uh, well, partially, I guess, selfishly, I'm a big coffee drinker. Uh, if I don't have my coffee in the morning, I can be very cranky. And so yeah, okay. might as well invest in something you use as yourself. And did some more research and found out coffee is the second most traded uh, public or traded commodity after oil worldwide. So felt that the market there was pretty sustainable and definitely going to keep growing versus some kind of a, you know, a specialty market that might fizzle out. And same with Paraguay, uh, um, looked at Paraguay Ag Invest that they do parcels of oranges and obviously you know, basic fruits, citrus, vitamin C, uh, definitely kind of a staple product and, you know, not kind of a, you know, a fad health diet or anything like that. That's going to go away. Okay. And, and when you own it, you have title in Colombia, the house are working, I guess, Colombia. Oh uh, yeah. You have title, um, title to the actual land and then similar to a, you know, residential, uh, property sign agreement with a property manager that you know, harvests the crops and then, uh, splits the profits. Oh, okay. Okay. So I guess you sell the, the beans or the, the crops at the end? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good. That's a very interesting uh, thing because coffee and, and so you don't, you don't think of normally, you know, in America. So, mm-hmm. well, and it's a little bit more basic. I mean, agricultural farmland or whatever, you don't have the uh, tenants, toilets, termites to worry about. And it's just another avenue of diversification in one's portfolio. Yes, yeah, yeah, diversify. Yeah, great, great. So you're doing that and hopefully you get your Memphis deal, which is a what, a, what kind of a single family? Or we're looking for in Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, Memphis, yeah, it'd be a single family uh, turnkey uh, investment property. So, okay, okay, great, great. I know we have low rates right now, so it's a great time to take advantage of low rates. Yeah. Um, so it's a great financing for you guys mm-hmm. to, buy, to go buy right now. So, yeah, before it goes up. Right now, we've <laughs> so, used up, yeah, right now, we used up uh, five of our 10 Freddie Fanny slots, uh, scoping out. Uh, obviously I told you about Memphis, but looking at Huntsville, uh, Kansas city, um, Davenport, Iowa, and then possibly Ocala, Florida, um, really would like to get a fourplex in that area using one of our, uh, Fannie Freddie slots. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So those are good areas. Kansas city is very hot. Um, the other ones in Memphis is very, is a very hot city. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have, uh, my partners have a lot of multifamily in, uh, in Memphis, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. So we're pretty big in Memphis, Tennessee area. Yeah, like the like the market, like the obviously the job stability, especially as much of freight that moves in and out of there, whether it be you know trucks or cargo ships or rail or airplanes. Okay, okay, great, great. So, what advice would you give um, a listener? Um, you know, hearing this story. I guess the first thing I recommend for anyone is just educate yourself. I mean, with the internet, uh, Facebook, YouTube podcasts, there's plenty of information out there that you can just get started and educate yourself and, you know, see what fits in with, you know, your personality. If you want to invest in real estate or self-storage or agricultural or cryptocurrency, there's, you know, hundreds of ways to make passive income uh, these days. 
and also continue to network and uh, find other people that are, you know, like-minded and are doing what you want to do. I think, you know, you can read about investing, but, you know, you can read hundreds of books on investing, but it's not going to equal the lessons you learn from a mentor that's been investing themselves for many years. So I think the firsthand experience that a mentor can pass on as well as their mistakes. So you don't have to make the same mistake as they did uh, can be very invaluable as well. Yes. Yes. I, I think that you have to, you know, you could read, learn, and then you got to take action because yep. if you don't take action. It's just not going to work. I mean, it's not going right. to, it's not, not going to, you're not going to experience it. You know, you have yeah. to really through experience, really, you know, and you have yeah. experienced person who can help you minimize your mistakes. Mm-hmm. And, and that's well, and it, yeah, it's good to be educated, but at the end of the day, you know, no one learns to ride a bike by reading a book. Eventually you have to get on the bike and, you know, start pedaling and you're going to fall down. You're going to get scraped, but you yeah. learn from it, get back up and try again. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So that's, just, this is a great Testament because I've been through that. You've been through that. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I know, I know, I know it's, uh, it's challenging at times. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so, so we, we've been through that. So, okay, well, great, John. I really appreciate uh, the story and I really love that, that, on uh, that journey. I hope, uh, you know, do you, you're very successful. Thank you, John. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate it. Okay. Thanks for listening. For more information, you can find us online at www.graystonecapgroup.com. Check back weekly for new episodes. See you again next time.